Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Unhyped. It's your boy, Amaze, or Daniel, with my fellow co-host. What's cracking, peoples? You already know what it is. It's Nori in the building. Let's get it going. What's up, guys? You already know it's Squin. So what's going on? Let's get this going. All right. Sorry for the delay, everybody. But uh, again, we do appreciate all the support that we've been getting. We finally passed 250 plays. I think we're at like 260 and change right now, like 268. So we're making moves slowly but surely. We're getting up there. Um, And for today, we got a couple topics. We got a really big one that we're going to talk about later. Uh, But first off, we're going to talk about the whole like pop smoke incident. Um, Four people. Well, actually, it was five people that got arrested but only four were charged with the murder. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely crazy. RIP. Yeah, it was like two two minors and two essentially adults, even though they're like only 18, 19 years old. But to me, it's just crazy how they, like all the people involved were just kids, essentially. Like 15 years old, 17, 18, 19 and Pop Smoke was 20, not even his 21st birthday. And that shit just blows my mind how that happened. Yeah, there got to be some other stuff behind it. So hopefully the news and the cops actually, like, figure it out. I'm just happy it didn't turn out like a, a Biggie and Tupac situation where it's just, oh, it's rumors and there's some mystery conspiracies and all that shit. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, But shout outs to that. Shout out to the police and everybody finding out with that. But again, this has been floating around since the beginning of the whole, all the protests and everything, but the whole lockup Breonna Taylor's murderers, like, I don't know how they're still walking around. Freely. Carefully. And, and we know exactly who they are. It's not like it's a mystery. We know exactly who they are but they're not being held or anything of that nature. And people have been getting locked up protesting her, like her issue. So it's like, you'll arrest the people that are peacefully protesting that you're not locking up the people that actually killed her. Like, bruh, come on. Yeah, That's that's the same part about the situation. It's literally a slap in the face. People are peacefully protesting, but the crazy part they're arresting people that are high-profile celebs to make a statement. Yeah, like who? It was um, damn. Well, Kenny Stills, I think, was the most recent one that I heard of. That he got he got charged with something during the uh, during the protest, and then they ended up dropping the charges afterwards. Just wasting time. Yeah, that shit was that shit is stupid. But into a little bit better news, I would say the track that came out this past week with Kid Cudi and and Eminem, The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim, that shit was fucking fire. Yo, embodied it. Yeah. Son, like everybody, like I was watching like some reaction videos and people were kind of like bashing, um, What's his name? Uh, Kid Cudi, because they don't really like his flow. But he he came out recently, like with some new tracks. Came out with Travis Scott, 
with the Scots. Like he's been making moves slowly. Hasn't been but any like anything crazy. He birthed he birthed Travis Scott though. He birthed all these new little niggas. So for for anybody to disrespect Cuddy, they wouldn't be their whole Rangers or Rogers or whatever you call them cats. Rangers, yeah. they wouldn't even be on that shit like that. Ragers, Ragers, that's it. So yeah. it wouldn't be no Ragers if it wasn't for Cuddy. So he like birthed that whole style, that whole melodic sound. So I I don't pay attention when cats try to talk bad on him. Yeah, but that that verse with with M, bruh, come on. You're like, biased because you're an M fan. So ideally, <laughs> you only. I even sent you the track, and I was like, yo, M bodied it. So I already knew M does no wrong in your eyes. M could do like a semi-16, and you're going to think that shit is the illest shit ever. I won't say it's the illest, because when you told me that, I replied back to you, and I was like, well, Cuddy also did his thing on the track. I wasn't just strictly talking about M. And everything that he said throughout the whole song, it was just like sort of simple wordplay and metaphors that he used it was kind of just blatantly there and especially since it released as a lyric video yeah you you didn't have to really think too in depth of what he was saying like you read it on screen you're like oh okay i get it and they even put the i guess the um the innuendo like they would put the wordplay as the writing so like you didn't have to think about it you're like, oh, this sounds like something. No, they just wrote it out for you. So I won't say like I was completely biased and was like, yo, M did his thing and Cuddy was trash. I thought Cuddy did his thing. Like I was it was okay. Like it was a bop. Like it wasn't anything wild, but M made it a, a track. Wow. I will say that. I mean, I enjoyed both of them. I'm not a big, big uh Kid Cuddy fan, but I have to give respect or respect is due. The song was good, but of course I'm a big I'm a bigger M fan, so of course I, I'm gonna say that M carry the track as well. But still, the right. way the track started was still smooth, and I have to give it to uh, Kid Cudi. Yeah, that shit was dope. So to anybody listening to this has not heard the track, just look up the Adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady. Shit was on point. Also, um, while we on music, uh, yeah. y'all peeped that Chris Brown video. With, uh, with that. Yo, son, bro. Chris Brown can't do no wrong, son. That cat is too talented, bro. He directed the video. He directs videos. He's an artist. He did a collab with uh, Tough Crowd. So, all right, so I gotta go check it out. Yeah, bro, so. that, that that go crazy video went crazy. That shit was fire. Yeah, but the video, the video, sick. He's he's nice with yeah. it, man. Bro, my like, I I, I said this mad long ago. Like Chris Brown was, he was born to be rich, whether it was, because the thing is, whether it's performing, like just dancing, just singing, like if he just chose one of the things that he was good at, yeah, he would have, he could be at like a high level with whatever it is. So if he just did singing, just did dancing, he, well, I don't know about the NBA, but he's decent at basketball. He's yeah, he's nice. nice at, he's nice at ball. He could have played in college. Yeah, raw like, time. Yeah, Bro. he's just he's naturally gifted, son. And then he, now he's doing with blue. He's uh doing that uh graffiti wall. Yeah, and doing like all Jordan pieces. It's gonna be a Jordan wall. Oh, let me find out somebody trying to get a deal. 
Let's go, Chris Brown. I'll definitely buy that Jordan one. Let's go. <laughs> if he do that, because I think the design he did, he did a four. Blue did his one. So I wonder how that that wall is going to end up. But he's a problem. And then shout out to Brandon Jennings, clothing line, tough crowd. He did a collab with that. Yeah. So. Um, All right. You know, I don't, I, I don't rock with the the choice of his jacket he did, but it, it's fire. All right. If anybody yeah. at Nike is listening to this, you guys know what to do. Pass this message to Jordan Brand because they need saving. They actually making moves to yeah. keep it up. Son, it's it's not. It, they've been putting a lot of stuff out, so yeah. I don't know. They yeah, they flooding. They flooding. They flooding a lot, and they sign mad athletes. They doing a lot now. If he does do a collab, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. He'll get his own. He'll get his own portion. His own man. If Drake can get a shoe, Chris Brown could definitely get a shoe. But that's the thing. Yeah. Drake got a. Uh, he didn't get his own shoe, so. Well, I, like Chris Brown, he could probably design his own shoe, but I don't think he's going to get his own. He'll probably end up getting like his own colorway. I don't know about his own shoe just yet. I mean, yeah, it'd be also a Travis Scott type shoe. Yeah, yeah, the only person that has their own shoe is still uh, Jerry. So that's the only thing. I mean, uh, Kanye had his one, but that was a, yeah. a whole bunch of other shit. So, but I'll be happy if Chris Brown get a colorway. That's fine with me. I'm copping. I feel like some artists, they don't get the respect. Because look at, like, Chris Brown been around for a while, and he is, what, he hasn't have a shoe collab with anybody, right? No Puma, no Nike, no Adidas. So, it's like, he's he's earned it. He should definitely get his his just due. Facts. Facts. Yeah, I, I agree with that. My son's been in the game for way too long and not get any recognition from any of these brands. Like, help him out, son. Sure. Just give, give him a little something. Yo! Talking about that, talking about that, did did Dior even give him a pair of sneakers? Yeah, he got a pair. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm about to say they gave it to this uh, this other cat. What's his name? Rich the kid. Yeah, they gave it to him of all people. Oh, they gave him lows though. But he got a picture with the highs as well. Oh, okay. So he might have paid for the highs, but still, all right. He got gifted the lows, and what did he do with them? Go take a picture in the ocean, and then crump, and then what? What he did? Bend them up, bro. Let's get into this. This is the <laughs> shit that, bro, this has been pissing me off since the beginning of time. Like, uh, what, what the fuck is that, um, that Supreme, like, reseller guy, fucking Quasimodo, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> like, I, I don't even know how to pronounce his shit. It's like Q-I-A-S, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Right? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, we know. So, that. my son would, he got... Every, like just every shoe that comes out Travis Scott ones you gotta pour Travis Scott cereal in it and milk and eat it out the shoe Corn. this fucking this guy Jake Paul got oh, the Dior oh. Jordan ones Yo. put cereal in it Had, bro bro but that shit is mad late like you're doing it in 2020 that shit was about two three years ago we don't wanna see that no more alright we get it you're eating cereal from a shoe clout chasing clout chasing clout chasing right. and nine out of ten times they have a cup inside the shoe so now you, we already know what you're doing. Like, this is corny now. Like, bending your shoes in 2020, that's corny. Like, anybody could buy a pair of shoes. If I want to save up, I could buy a pair of shoes. If I want to use my credit card, I could buy a pair of shoes. Yeah, I can, like, I feel like there's still kids who, like, they get upset when uh, celebrities do this. But celebrities have the money. 
So it shouldn't really hurt us anymore. And they're not really part of the culture. So who really cares if they do? And like, a lot of celebs don't even have to pay for their kicks or their products. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but this is this is the shit that that also gets me tight. It's like I remember the another really recent one was the Ben and Jerry dunks, right? Yeah, people putting ice cream in it, eating ice cream out the shoe, right? Okay, this is why I get upset, right? Because I know they're just shoes at the end of the day, right? It's nothing that serious, that's and that's the same thing. argument these motherfuckers are using too. Hey, why are you getting mad at me? They're just shoes. First off. You're getting shoes that no that a lot of people that really really want the shoes can't get. Uh-huh. You're destroying the shoes by doing whatever it is that you're doing because you can, you could afford it. So why the fuck not? Um, but you won't do this with peg thirty fives. Why don't you take a pair of peg thirty fives and put milk in it? Because uh-huh. nobody gives a fuck about those shoes. Ain't you're doing it to make a statement. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you're they're doing yeah, it to make a statement. They're not doing it because they're just shoes. Like, y'all are doing it because you're like, hey, motherfuckers, I got these shoes. You didn't. You're a piece of shit. But, hey, I get to destroy these shoes, and you can't have them, even though I know you really want them. Like, that's the part that pisses me off when it comes to this whole eating out of the shoe clout chasing bullshit. I don't know. For me, it's crazy because I get I get triggered by a lot of little things. So I get triggered for the fact that people cop fire feet and can't dress. That's a big trigger of mine. Yeah, that's almost as bad as people that clout chase. And then also I get triggered by people that it's a it's a give and a take because I'm glad that the fact that they rock in their shoes that they actually cop they pay their money for, but when they cook the shit out of their shoes and I'm still perfect. rock them. Nah, I, yo, that shit. Nah, I can't take that. That's what that get me tight. Now, I know, like end of the day, yeah, they pay for their shoes. They got their shoes their own way. We shouldn't feel upset. But what Daniel was saying before is like, yo, you're only doing this to get attention, and that's yeah. that's the only thing that we're upset at. Cause look, even with the uh Ben and Jerry shoes, right? A lot of people got them, and the first thing they did was put them on. They purposely crease it. That's fine. But then you purposely walk into like a body of water. For what reason? To show that. Oh, wow. That was crazy. Nah, like, that's just violation. Yeah, there's no there's no point. Like you're doing it for attention. So now you're attention whore. It just makes me think you do a lot of shit for attention. That's all they do it for is is the attention. And people keep giving it to them. They, they, just, they just keep getting it. So it's like they can do no wrong. Even... Even if people are bashing them for what they're doing, they're still getting that attention. Yeah. So they're just going to keep doing it regardless. Win-win for them. They got to live up an image, yo. So it's like if you if you portray an image that you're getting it like that, that you're getting money and money's not even an issue, just violating shit like that, that's materialistic. That's just, it's an image for them. Fact. And then at the end of the day, this kid, he made a comment that made no sense to me. He said that, uh, they're the shoes, and I changed the game anyway. I was like, what game is he talking about? Then I read some more. He said he changed music, fashion, and sneakers. I was like, I never heard anybody say when they go shopping, I want to look like this guy. Or when they buy sneakers, yo, it's all because he wore it. Nah. Like, the okay, blue I guess he's speaking into existence, but he wallow. OD wallow. Because even the blue look great. Like, those sold because Chris Brown. Like, there's certain shoes that sell, like, for Travis Scott, of course. But I never in my days heard anybody say, yeah, I'm going to buy this because Rich the Cat had more. 
Yeah, that's that that's crazy. And he's been posting I think he just posted a video today um of him skating outside of a 7-Eleven with the 7-Eleven dunks on. Yeah. Nah, he he just posted that today. Now, I seen uh, I seen him uh his uh, skate videos. Those those are cool. He could actually skate. Wavy. That's oh, so he's got that life. Yeah, he could skate. But before this before this year, like me personally, I never seen a video until I went to his page. I'm like, "Oh shit, he actually could do tricks and backflips. That's that's what's up." I still don't think you change the game no matter what. But to each his own, I guess his fans will say they're he's the one that brought them into sneakers. Yeah. But still don't do that clout that clout chasing shit because a lot of people look up to like certain influencers, and that's why they're into sneakers. N- nobody's into sneakers anymore. Well, the younger kids they're not into sneakers anymore because of how the sneakers look. The for you is like the history lesson. For me is the uh, design and colorway. But they don't care about that no more. They care about how limit the shoe is. Uh, how much is gonna cost after and who's wearing it? If they're not wearing it, if it don't cost a thousand dollars, I don't want it. Which means none of y'all really like sneakers in the first place. Yeah, that's the same. That's the same catch with these little young kids rocking designer now. It's that, like it's literally an image. Like they really don't care about the product. They don't know the history of the product. They just rocking it because it's designer. Those. Yeah, and they don't even rock it right. Like it just looks bad. Like they just got it because of the name. Yeah, whatever it is. And when that crap happened, we should just take it back to the early 2000s, yo. Yer, what size you wearing, boy? Yeah, just snatch your shit. The only thing, only thing I really designer that I really, really fuck with is vintage Chanel. Ah, uh, it's because it's mad clean. Like you don't even know. Mm. Yeah. Well, like some of the, um, some of like the new. Like I know Balenciaga's doing some like streetwear type shit. Yeah. Some of it is is cool, but again, for me, I can't like even with the amount of money that I could possibly get in the future, right? Even with that, I can't see myself buying a t shirt for like three hundred dollars and all it says is Balenciaga on like on the chest and that's it like that that's it like screen printed not even embroidered just like bro that's i could go to uniqlo and get a better shirt than this like why am i spending three hundred dollars for for nothing like people don't think about quality of stuff anymore it's just all about the name on shit and then they wear it for the year and then that's it they'll never wear it again because it's not the in shirt anymore that's okay that that's another load of shit it's it's only what's popping now. It's not what you like anymore. It's like, oh, what are people wearing now? Oh, that I'll wear it. Oh, wait, it's not in anymore. All right, I'm gonna stop. Yep, I think that's like, what happened to the whole vintage thing too. At one point, vintage was like very low key. Then all of a sudden, everybody it exploded. Yeah, it exploded. Yeah, and then companies like actual like big name brand companies are doing vintage style stuff, like yeah. trying to get people to purchase it. <laughs> It's like, yo, come on, son. So, like, since you bring that up, do you think companies themselves too clout chase? Like, they follow trends? That, no, oh. that's a fact. They, that's what the marketing team has been there for. They just got to sit up and just come up with a plan, and that's just ideally the plan. But you forget, in the industry, there's a lot of hippies and trendsetters like that. So, a lot of thrift shoppers. So, you would think 
once they see you put pieces back together, it's gonna pop again. Yeah. Everything recycles. Everything comes back. All right. So now using that mindset, because this is something I'm trying to wrap my head around, right? Yeah. So, twenty years ago, right? Air Max nineties came out. That was the that was the shoe, and then it died off. And then people wanted it later on. Never died off for me. Still my favorite shoe of uh, all time. All right, whatever. <laughs> so for most people, but even I'm even talking about the industry in in general, right? Yeah. Like the shoe came out in in 1990 and then died off until it got retroed. Yeah. So Facts. and then same thing like SBs came out in 02. That's when Nike SB was a thing. I'm not saying Dunks because Dunks yeah. came out. Before the Jordan yeah. One, I don't know if y'all know that, but whoever's listening, learn know. learn your shoes. Um, so SB Dunks came out in O2, and again they kind of were a niche thing, died off, and then now the resurgence due to I'm, I'm assuming Travis Scott, who else? Travis Scott and and uh, and Virgil. Okay, those are those are the two. And now everybody loves dunks. They want all the dunks that have ever came out. And I was looking at Grailed the other day. Uh-huh. And I was just scrolling through dunks. I was like, oh, what dunks are people selling? And I was looking at postings from like three years ago. Yeah. It said three years ago, you could get the Tiffany One Highs for $300 or like $150 sometimes. And it's like, bro, what? what where are these prices now this is what i need now i don't like three years ago like that post i could probably buy it right now and i'll never get that shoe so it's crazy because i got i I got a pair of parises that i got a tattoo ink stain on and i can still get a couple grand for that yeah Yeah, that's that's wild with an ink stain on the toe box i'd still rock that shit i don't know what you're doing not your size what, what what size are they? A ten. See, uh, I'll make it work. <laughs> I'll just chop off a couple they, toes. They hurt my toes. So I can only imagine. Yeah, I'll chop off my toes. I don't care. But um, what do you call it? Like the the whole SB wave that's happening now. Jordan ones started, I think, three years ago. They started coming back because I remember top threes were sitting. Yeah, it was. It's been about three, three or four years that the resurgence of ones. And then Air Max nineties this year. But see, it's a difference. It's a difference for the old heads, like cats like me that had them as a youth, and then um, rocking them in school and everything. So it's the nostalgia of it. So us coming back to get that shoe we had in our youth. That's that's why it's so. It's I can see the older cats copping. But the young boys that don't know nothing about it, it's literally all hype. That's the only thing that that that's why I say I'm done with the game because it's it's trash now. And that's why a lot of them are saying that they're only looking forward to the infrareds. Like a lot of people didn't want the neons, they didn't want the uh, turquoise, the blues, none of that. They only want stuff that's limited. That's why the orange one sold out real fast because it was only online, and it sold out mad quick. As soon as it restocked, it slowly sold out. So it's like. I don't think they actually care about the Air Max 90s anymore. They don't care about Air Max 1s, let's be honest. They only like certain colorways of the Air Max 97s, like the silver bullet, the all gold. That's it. If you drop a nice colorway, they're not they're not going to buy it. Yeah, like and but 
to me, I'm like, how long before the prices go back down again? They're not going to. See, but they went down before. Like, they've gone down before. Why can't they go down again? Because the buzz and the hype around it is just too much. And then right now, they are fire. Like, them Grateful Deads, even though they're pros, them shits are fire. Uh, no. Those shits are not fire. What? He wears my size, so he has no I'll choice. Try, yeah, I have to try for the 11. Yeah, but, no, I need that. I need that. You're, yo, you're bugging. I, the only thing okay. I said, the only thing I'm tight, they're pros, and I'd rather just be a standard SB or, or a regular dunk. But ideally, I'd want it to be the SB. I'd rather have the fat tongue. For See, the thing is, the, thing the, is the, the, the reason why I don't like them is the fur. The fur is just... That's the shoe. That's the- I know. I know that's what... I know. I know that's the idea behind it because it's the Grateful Dead has the bear. So you put yes, the fur. Yes. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, it's crazy you say that now, and then you're going to see him in person, and you're going to change your mind off rip. Yep. Yo, watch me get the shoes, and I'm like, uh, yeah, Nori, it's a dub. <laughs> like, nah, it's these are too big. It's a dub. You can't have these, yo. See, I like, I would say, I will say, though, the yellow pair, in my opinion, is the best pair. That's true. Because yeah. it, it's different. It's different. I don't really have any yellow shoes. So like when I see that when I saw that bright yellow, I was like, all right, that's calm. Green is like, eh. The orange, I I I hate the orange. I hate it. I think the orange is the worst color. Um, was there there was a was there a blue one? Yeah, there was a fourth one, right? Yeah. I don't know what's happening with that fourth one. There's nothing. Is that friends and family? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Most likely. Most likely. Because I've only seen release info on the other three. But, yeah, I would say the yellow one is also the most readily available to get. And I think it's the be- the better colorway out of the out of the three that we should be getting. Yeah, the yellow is going to get, those are going to get got. But, but you didn't even like the canary yellow uh, Tiffany joints. Yeah. No, I like the white ones better. You're weird. Yeah, you're wild. <laughs> you're super weird with Bro, that. White is clean. White with the yeah, that's too basic. The icy that's, nah, nah, that's too basic, man. That there's nothing that can match with that canary yellow, yo. Yeah, you're more Jamaican than us. Bro. Right. <laughs> that's Jamaican. That's facts. <laughs> I'm telling you that the canary yellows that was all hype. The white ones should have been the friends and family. Um. I'd rather the white ones been friends and family than I possibly would have got the canaries. Word. Well, hey, I guess to each his own. But people only want the canaries because they're friends and family. That's what I'm saying. No, they people want them actually want them. Fire. Nah, people don't actually want them. They want the white ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, so anybody listening to this, you could comment. All right. Yeah. Comment, let, let us know. Please bugger. Let let us know. Which will you prefer, the white or the black? Because the yellow's trash. So that's it. Those are the only two options you get because yellow's garbage. But anyways, um, back to what I was saying. The you don't think in like five or ten years the SBs will be a little bit more affordable to get or a little bit easier to get? Uh, honestly, it'll have to wait, and it's gonna be a 
be a mean, mean weight that we don't have time for it. So. <sighs> so, okay. So you think it's a possibility for the, for the SBs? There is. It's going to be when we're all gone. I'm I'm dead. <laughs> like we're, when we're not on this earth anymore and nobody remembers SBs, no, no. Then they'll be then they'll go back. So like, all right, we're in our twenties, right? Our oh, twenties, yeah, thirties. So let's say we turn like forty, fifty. We're not. We're still gonna be hip. We're still gonna want certain shoes. So we're still gonna like pay a certain price for certain stuff. And then our kids still see like, yo, like my dad like this. I wonder why. I'm gonna look at it. Oh, it costs this much. Well, I'm making this type of money. I could still buy it. But now their kids gonna be like, nah, this just trash. I don't care if grandpa like them. I like something else. Like remember the Jordan Elevens used to be that sneaker, and look at it now. Like when people change over the year, I feel like that's when the SBs might die off, especially the fat tongue. That might die off for real. Not so. Ooh, I doubt it because you gotta think cats like us that's influencing our children on how dope a shoe is. They're gonna end up taking that. But look at it, like and running with it. About like ponies, like I don't wear no pony sneaker, bro. Like he said, <laughs> <laughs> when you, so, them rude you cop is damn sure a pony. What? Them rude you cop is a pony. That see, that's it's kind of like a pony, but I tell myself a pony, fam. Those are definitely a pony. I don't care what you say. I tell myself is a Jordan one, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. You would say that. <laughs> nah, like I think, I think in about in about five years, we may see them go down a little bit, just because I remember two years ago when that Biggie pack released. Remember, like they had the denim Biggie. Uh, dunks yeah yeah those were sitting now they're impossible to get I, I looked at prices for those bro i looked at prices for those it's like 300 dollars. but they were just sitting they were just sitting in stores yeah and i'm like bro i we got to get back to that that way i can if i see a black and white dunk or just like a regular dunk in the store i could walk in and grab it i don't have to worry about like it's selling out the moment it touches the floor I doubt that's ever going to happen because you got to think all these mom and pop skate shops aren't lasting. Yeah. In the economy that we're in. And then um, the hype hype around it. And then also you got to think they're going to do more collabs. They're not going to just keep basic. And if they do retro, it's a wrap. Yo, they're never doing like SB retro. They're going to just turn it to a high or a mid. They always, they've been doing that though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever it came out in before like whatever cut it was before they they do the opposite the opposite all right yeah but well, the highs are always i'll get some ferris bueller lows i definitely would do that yeah but the highs are always the cheaper ones to get <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make sense to me i think they look better but i don't know like i've never been a low top kind of guy i always wore high tops pretty much my whole life um and i just don't see I just don't see how the high tops can be significantly less. Because the whole uh, more material, more price. Yeah. Yeah. It's like more material, more price, more craftsmanship goes into the highs. Yeah. Why are the lows more more expensive to get resale? There's no hype. The only question I have like with this whole cloud chasing shit and like the, the hype of sneakers is like, who made it okay? Like at one point, everybody was trying to be different. When it came to sneakers, it was supposed to like express who you are money made it okay money Money, yeah when everybody knew that it was a billion dollar industry and you could just buy something for a hundred 
and sell it for two fifty for the demand. That's that's what changed the sneaker game. Is how much money you got a seventeen year old kid that his his dad's giving him money to get any shoe, and then he goes and just flips a shoe, and he's able to buy five shoes from off of one shoe. Yeah, but does that make, like, uh, that makes the shoe like uh popular? Like my question no. is why like like who made it okay for everybody to just like this shoe? Like remember the element. Oh, there's nobody's creatives no more. Nobody has their own visual style. Everybody just bites off of somebody else. Copy, cause I know when the- back in the day you didn't want nobody rocking what you rocked or how you rocked it. You wanted to be your own individual. Okay, so now I got a follow up question to that. Go ahead. So, because you said like fifteen year old kid gets his parents' credit card, could bet buy whatever shoes and then sell it for a profit. Do you think that? the downfall of the sneaker industry as far as like people that want the shoes, right? Like actual, like people about that life, right? Do you think that all these apps like goat and stock X ruined that for people? Uh, it ruined- they just, they just did what eBay did. It's just, you know what? Back in the day, people used to travel to get kicks. Like, if I knew I couldn't get it here, I could be like, yo, I got to go to PA, or I, I could probably go to VA. VA would get stuff later, but I can go to Virginia Beach and stuff like that, and then maybe find, definitely I could find some dunks or something out there. But now, you, then eBay, you had eBay where you can just get on eBay and you can cop and just get it shipped. Now you have access where you can just buy it and then right from your cell phone. So it's just it's easy, ease of use, easy access. Before you had to put work in to get it. Now it's just a click of a button. So yeah. do you think so do you think they the apps specifically, like these companies specifically, affected the the market of the shoes? Yeah. Like the reseller. Yeah, market? that's a fact. Yeah. Cause now people have a source that they can go to to get rid of their shoes. Instead of just stockpiling their shoes and trying to find people to buy them, they just send it there and then when somebody wanna cop, they cop it. For me, I think it killed the whole uh Oh, the compassion, the excitement, the love. Because before, like, what he, what he said, like, you had to go and travel to get the shoe. So now you actually had a story on why you love the shoe so much. Now it's like, oh, I woke up early and I pressed the button. That's it. You know, it's fine. There's no more, like, hunt off of the shoe. And I remember, like, watching some sneaker documentary on YouTube. And this guy was like, yo, if my store don't have them... I'm going to fly out to Paris because I know Paris going to have it because overseas have colors that we'll never get. And it's like... Yeah, and that's a fact. Yeah. And before you got... They, they had exclusives. So for you to get that exclusive, it was it was hard. And that means you actually love the sneaker. And I was like, oh, word? It's coming out on the East Coast? That's cool. I'll wake up this time. That's it. Yeah. And just like change your... Change your fucking IP to somewhere else. But like, I'm but overall, hoping... if you think about it, if, if cats, if if the game was actually legit and wasn't with bots, if we didn't have to deal with the bots and all that shit, then it wouldn't be as bad. Yeah, but the advancement in technology is going to lead to advancement in bad technology, I guess you could say. Yeah. So it's yeah, like... that's a fact. Every I don't knock nobody's hustle. Like, get it how you get it, but you definitely fuck the game up. Yeah. Like do like do you think people should be penalized for doing that? 
Like me personally, I can't stand it. But like I said, I'll never knock a person's hustle. So if they going out their way to do that, then do what you got to do to get your bread. Cause this you is, ain't killing, you ain't hurting nobody. Like you're not hurting them directly. Like it's just it's just you're mostly thing. Yeah, yeah. In their heart. I think but, you know what's crazy. I feel some people enjoy the fact of being rejected. <laughs> Yeah, because like you'll you'll get these same people that a bitch and complain about not being able to cop, not being able to get. But it's like playing the lottery. You're gonna constantly play the lottery, knowing damn well you most likely not gonna win, but you're gonna keep on trying. True. So you're gonna keep constantly taking L's, bitch about taking L's, bitch about people that having bots, but yet you still keep trying. You either gonna stop trying and shut the fuck up, or you just gonna keep trying and keep catching L's. It's just that's just how the game goes. Or just save your money and buy the shoe that you actually want. Yeah, or just stack your bread and not cop shoes at all. That too. Or that. Yeah, live life. Go out, yeah. go see the world instead of trying to get a pair of shoes. So I could get them. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so I could stay home and hit that button and get a confirm every time. Yeah. Nah, but um, what, what, what was I going to say? Oh, so I was saying, like, the people that resell like to the to like a super super high extent right i'm like in in my head i'm i'm looking at a bigger picture right they just want to do this one thing and just keep it going and just make all the money they possibly can yeah. i'm like all right dope fine me i'm like if i had the ability to get pretty much almost any shoe that releases and get multiple quantities of it why don't you start a business? Start but like that is a business, though. No, a lot I'm of talking about open up flip. a brick and mortar store. Like open up a shop, have people come in and like build a legacy. Because once, like, once you die, no, you're, no, you you're got to pay taxes and all that shit. Niggas ain't trying yeah, to. But, that shit. they're trying to cheat the system, man. Yeah, I know. I, that's the thing. Like, but for me, it's like, hey, I want to build something that can last. Oh, you're talking like, uh, like two day. Um. Kinda, yeah. Okay. Kinda, right. like think, a lot of life. a lot of people are building, but you know they're taking that that capital and that income, and they're investing. They might invest in land. They might invest in stock. Yeah. They might do that. So ideally, you saying that you want them to open a business and a sneaker. They are their own business. They're using that income to open up and do other things that is going to keep their family succeeding. Because I know a, a friend of mine that that lives that lifestyle, and he's out there buying property and doing what he got to do for himself. Right. So. Salute and respect how he moving. So, a lot of the times, the idea you just doing what you gotta do to get what you gotta get. I'll say that for a lot of people, this is actually just fuel for their real dream, and this is the yeah money they could get. And this is the fastest and easiest way to get quick bread. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Like you're not gonna invest your life into this. Some people do, but you gotta think. Every a lot of people that open like that one cat that opened the museum for off his collection. His, yeah. his museum didn't last. That shit closed down. Well, it's a, so, it's a museum. <laughs> Museums aren't is, like built to make money, really. Yeah, but ideally, you stacked all that bread and did all that just for you to come and end up have to sell your kicks. Like, nah. I might as well just get my money while I can get my money and then and plan and invest and do what I got to do. So, okay. So, if you were in a position where you were like, copping and like doing all that at like a high level what would your 
like course of action be? I couldn't do that. My passion's too deep. So that's like that's like me being that'd be me and a drug addict being a drug dealer. Like it's just it it just wouldn't work with it. It wouldn't work at all. So you just have personals constantly. Yeah, because I would have personals, but after a while, I'd only want my selective things. But if I had the option to to sell like that, I just don't have the time and the patience for that shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I I just don't have the time for it. Like if I actually if that was my focus in my life, like nah, I'd be more on wanting to be on a creative more than just getting stuff and selling it. I mean, you could be like Sean Witherspoon. He's a seller than turn to a, a so-called creative. Yeah, and that's a fact. But he, yeah, that's a fact. The reseller that got his own shoe, but uh, yeah. And then and then stock all of it in his stores. Yeah, that is true. But nah, mm. I did. I, I, mean, I can see, I can see Rome living that lifestyle because yeah. fashion's a big passion for him. So him having a clothing line and and him doing a shoe deal and stuff like that, I can and selling shoes, I can see that for him. Yeah, I mean, I'll use it like if I was to like like nose like nose dive into the whole reselling thing, I'll do it just to feel what I really want to do. Like I do want to like have a clothing line one day, right? So I'll just use that because what I could buy five pair of limited sneakers, sell one pair, make about five hundred dollars off after fee. You do that. Yeah. You throw it into a factory. You get back a whole bunch of shirts. You you sell the shirts. You get your money back. So it's a rotation thing. I feel like a lot of these people out here, I I agree with them. They selling sneakers just because the demand and the demand and hype is there. Once it dies out, you have to know how to switch up, which a lot of cats don't know how to do. They'll like nosedive into sneakers. They'll buy all the wrong product and not read the market properly. So it's yeah. a like analyst thing. So you would just pretty much utilize that to just re-up and just get all the materials and the product for you to utilize to keep your brand and everything else that you genuinely want yeah. to strive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and ideally, yeah, I wouldn't make that my, my business goal. That wouldn't be my business plan, my business mode module at all. But, but I get where he's coming from. Like I would, I wouldn't utilize being a reseller and become a businessman for a reseller yeah. and being in a reseller industry. That would just wouldn't be my thing. I do so. I, like it'd be like Rome. I'd be on a whole different other page. But that's why, like, if you if you're if if you're a hype beast and he, and you were like clout chasing, you want to be a reseller because of who Ben, that uh that top top reseller. If you just want, if that's your goal, then you should stop selling sneakers. Like selling sneakers should be your fuel for another goal. His like his whole thing with reselling, he made it into like a whole like class. Of, he taught people how to resell. If you're not gonna teach yeah. how to resell and you're just reselling to become him, you should have another plan. Cause this take a lot of discipline. I know somebody who resells and he'd be like, Oh, I don't have money to buy a personal pair. I'm like, You just sold over two hundred pairs. He's like, yeah. But yeah, that's that's and that's crazy. Is this they hustle is so strong that they have the bigger picture. That's my point. Like my picture would be too big. Like I don't understand that niggas that hustle and then they flip packs and do all that and they be on a block. You on a block all day to get all this bread just so you can go cop fits just to be back outside doing the same shit again. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's the same. It's the same idea. It's a hustler's mentality, but. I, I got a set goal. I'm going to get this amount of bread and then I'm going to go and I'm going to accomplish what I need to accomplish. I just know it's a quick fix to get the bread really quick. 
with, without doing no work. Because you really don't have to do no work. You just set up a game plan, you follow the plan, and you just let everybody do your dirty work. Mm-hmm. You just be the brains behind it and just have people do be your footwork. Get to your goal, do what you got to do, and, and get out. All right, so follow-up to that. Yeah. Do you think ever it, that the resale game is ever going to die? Hold on, but in that question, you asked us the question, but you didn't give a reply to how you would move. Well, I, I told you I would make a business out of it. Okay, so you would like, make I would, a business. I, I personally would like to, like, if I was in that sort of position, I'd probably want to make it a legitimate business okay and then build my brand that way oh like you open up like uh like another stock x or flight club uh no not like that like more like a more like a round two sort of thing okay okay okay. like people can come in cop share and but like i would like it to be more community based oh so you would literally so you'd have a thrift shop because ideally round two started off as a thrift shop it was really a thrift shop Okay. Yeah, but it's more like a. It's gonna be more like a mom. It would be more like a mom and pop type of thing. So it's me in there. I get the shoes. You could come in, almost like a skate shop, right? So it's very community based. And if you know, you know. Okay. 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 And then I can, I would, I could build a brand off of that, and then also have a clothing line and have other things that can self sustain, and can also continue to build, but. So that that's the whole thing. I said that in the beginning. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Do you think the do you think the resale market or the resale game will ever die out? Yes. Okay. Why? Why do why do you think that? So I feel like well, I have hope that uh humans <laughs> I have hope. <laughs> I have hope. I mean, I don't have hope because I want like shoes for less money. I just think humans are gonna get wiser at one point. Like I talked to my sister and she wants like she want off white dunks, right? And then mm-hmm. the price, and she'd be like, "Yo, it's five hundred. I'm not spending that, but you could spend it." So I feel like when she get older, she's not gonna spend the five hundred, and I feel like her generation is not gonna spend that money that we're that we're willing to spend because we have that deep passion. Mm, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. All right. So once they stop spending, everything has to drop, and that's when we could pick up our sneakers because oh, dunks are dropping. Oh crap, let me wait another month or so, and you see the that's when the prices drop. Yeah, if the demand if the demand for the product goes down, then the prices definitely go down. So, and just I guess when the hype around stuff goes away for certain things and certain models, then yes, the price of value will drop dramatically. I mean, look at Jordan ones when they first came out, like the day of release, they're going for three fifty four hundred. Now they're barely touching the two fifty mark. So like- yeah, but they're flooding. Like they're constantly flooding. Every every month, there's one or two. There's like two or three pairs. So what if uh, uh Nike started doing collabs like that now? Yeah. Having, because look, Travis had mad shoes back to back to back. If he continues to do this and just make his brand like a Nike NSW, his sneakers mm-hmm. won't be like highly favored anymore. Because oh, I could get that anywhere. Yeah, but he's got such a clout right now, like a such a little culture thing that he got going on there's going to be a lot of little minions that's going to copy stuff just to copy it because look at his merch that's true his merch is good yeah well, merch is fire yeah quality sucks but the artwork is good facts <laughs> that that is a bruh I, that's the biggest fact i heard all day <laughs> son i because I, I got the that covid tea that he ended up releasing with lebron yeah i got that took it out the package i'm like 
what the fuck did I spend like fifty, sixty dollars on? Yeah. It's just a regular like a Uniqlo shirt is better than this. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. I I really did it to support like the like the fucking COVID thing and like the class of 2020. So I did it more out of that aspect than actually really wanting the thing. Yeah. Because I have another shirt from him that was a free shirt that he put on his website mad long ago. Yeah. And I cop that and it's just a regular t-shirt. Like it's nothing crazy. So I knew going into it that the shirt wasn't going to be it. But I was like, hey, I got to cop it anyway. The money, the proceeds will go to a good cause. Mm -hmm. I'll have a nice shirt that I can match with some other stuff. So I knew that quality was going to be trashed. If they stepped up the quality on some of this stuff, though, bro. Him and Kiss What? Oh, him and Ronnie? Yeah. Bro, but I don't, I, I don't know. He would, that. he would bring up some kiff shit. You know, <laughs> he would bring up some kiff shit. But no, I feel like uh, the hype is gonna die either way. Cause I okay. think like people is gonna be like, yo, I'm good. I'm tired of spending so much money. And even if you're making so much money, at the end of the day, like after 2020, I think a lot of people realize a lot of stuff is. Does... Man, if after a while, if you're gonna spend this much stuff on just urban streetwear, you might as well cop designer. Which, and, and, because at, at certain times you're gonna outgrow, you're gonna have to go to certain areas and certain events, and you're gonna have to uplift the image. Everything's an image, so you wearing a tee and some jeans and some kicks, you're not probably gonna be able to get into a certain area doing that. Yeah. So you, the money that you spent on that, you might as well just transfer it over and start copying designer fits. And I'm not saying you have to get always get designer, but you're gonna have to start getting dressed up items like getting suits, dresses, skirts, and things like that. So. Or hire a stylist because you don't have to spend designer. You don't have to spend money on. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to go designer. Like a lot of people, are like, oh, I'm not copping uh, Nikes and all that stuff no more. I'm just gonna do uh, designer. But I'm like, you only cop a designer literally for an image. You're not copping designer because that's your passion. That's what you want. You still can't dress it properly. Yeah, you want to look an image. So you think if you wear a designer name, people's gonna take you as having a lot of money. I know mad people that are broke as hell that got designer. Facts. True. So, so Nora, do you think that the resale game is going to die? Uh, no. I I think there's always going to be a demand for something. So somebody's always going to be able to flip it. There's always going to be a way to flip. So I don't think the demand of it is going to be as drastic. But there's always going to be hype around something. Something's always in the now. So, nah, I don't think I don't think it'll die. Uh, All right, so we, I thought I thought it would have died right when it was starting to blow up. I was like, "Oh, that shit ain't gonna last," and it fooled me. All right, so uh, let's let's fix the question. The, well, the question a little bit. Do you think Nike's hype is gonna die? Because remember, Adidas had the hype at first. At, at one point, Adidas was killing it for about a year or two. That was a nice little run for them. And then we took it. They only killed it with Yeezy. That's it. They only if they would have had more collabs and more yeah. official people. Then who knows how big they would have been? But Nike's got what they had like five, six different influencers that can push the brand. Yeah. So that's why they end up killing the game. And it, oh, and but they're gonna constantly use that, and they're gonna constantly use athletes, and they're gonna con. So there's always gonna be something. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Nike's hype is gonna die just because of the simple fact that they take up so much of the market. That's true. right, and it's hard to. Like, for Adidas, I low-key kind of feel bad 
because there's no way they're going to hit that third of the market. Like Nike's taking up a third of the market and there's so many other companies that are filling up that other 60%. So it's like, it's hard to say that Nike's hype is going to die out. And then especially if they keep signing, keep signing people like athletes, uh, celebrities, singers, and they keep expanding. Yeah. But then you got they got all these sports endorsements. When they got MLB, it's it's like nah, come on, yo. MLB, we got basketball, they got everything. So it's like you got you got your hand in every pot. Yeah, it's a wrap. The only way, the only possible way, is if Nike ends up getting lazy, and the quality of the product goes down. The like the design team just isn't hitting and like shit just goes into shambles right well the design team wasn't hitting with the jordan brand and look how they started to do a relaunch and everything with that so exactly then the hype died and it came back but i'm saying i'm talking about like company-wide not just one shoe just the whole design team just is trash it's like like elementary school kids like with crayons like just trash yeah and then they end up i guess like the quality of product just ends up being really bad and they end up in some scandals or some shit that's like the really only possible way that the hype will die because as nori said they have the top pretty much the top football slash soccer teams in the world right arguably arguably the best teams in the world and the greatest athletes to represent them that's true. And super facts. <laughs> so it's like you have the some of the greatest athletes, greatest teams in the most popular sport in the world. All right. That already just you already ticked off most of the boxes with that. And yeah. then now you want to flood the baseball, football, American football, basketball, which and I think basketball is like number two or like up there as far mm-hmm. as being like a worldwide sport yeah so it's like yo come on the nba you make all the every everything for the nba and again top people in that and then you got tennis you got two of the greatest athletes in tennis serena and then you got tiger and then they got that yeah you got tiger tiger and golf like i don't know if we just get like like we get blessed with finding like people like that or like how that happens, I don't, uh, bro. I don't know. That, they that end crazy up, that. bro. How do you sign someone before they start playing, and they like they become the greatest person to ever play the game? Like, how does this happen? It's a hit or miss, man. Like they said, they 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 jump outside the box. You got to think Nike jumped out the box and and invested in Jordan. He didn't even want to rep the brand, so you got to think it's just. You find a team that just go out and be like, oh, we can utilize them. Let's, let's see if they're going to sign. And then again, a lot of them just sign for little basic contracts just to get product. And then they just blow the hell up. You think they're going to let them go after they blow up? Nah, they're going to give them that deal. Well, they gave LeBron a lifetime deal off the rip, but. Yeah. But you see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, LeBron that's. Did not a hit play a, mess, yeah. a game. Like, he didn't play a game. He's already getting endorsements. And becomes again i'm gonna keep saying this arguably one of the greatest people to ever play the game okay kobe 
originally went to Adidas and then Nike, arguably one of the greatest people to ever play the game. It's like, come on, like there's got to be a system to this. Like there's something that I'm missing because there's no way you hit like all the top people in every sport and there's like there's nothing behind it. It's like Bill Bell, like, oh, perfect, perfect analogy. Nike is the, the Bill Belichick of oh, God. like <laughs> sportswear. Why That's you got, it. oh man, this man. That's it. Come on, that was a great analogy. Uh, like everything aside, because come on, man, you, you already I know. Said, I, don't have to I, say, I would have said the company's like Bill Gates. It we, we no. kill everything. Nah. I'm not using. I'm not using no. Nah. Even though Bill he was Belichick. a giant before a Patriot, so it's understandable. You can utilize that. He goes off of the the Bill Parcells tree. I'll take it. Okay, all right. I'll take it. We can, you want to go there? But he's the don't do bill. that. Don't do that. He's the better Bill. Don't do that. We'll just settle right. that there. Uh, all right, that that discussion <laughs> is over. With. Uh, I can't take that. We're not all right. gonna do that. Okay. I th- well, I think we I think we hit all the points for today, anyways. Word. Um. But again, this resale thing, I because I don't think I said what I what my thing was. I, bro, I really don't know. I don't think, I think I'm siding more with Nori on this just because people are always going to want stuff, right? And like, if you end up buying everything, the demand is going to be there and you're going to be able to make a profit off of it. So I think it's always going to be there. And that comes from anything, like not just shoes. If I have a, if I find something in a garage sale, I'll buy it for $10, sell it for 50 so I think the resale game for resale market is always going to be there. And especially, excuse me, especially with all these brands like Goat and StockX, like that are making a profit off of it and also making it easier for people to get into. But here's my thing, right? Like this is the only thing I see. Right now we have Goat and StockX. We have, yeah. is Goat, StockX, uh, Stadium Goods and, and Flight Club. But yeah, Goat owns Flight Club, whatever, right? But let's right. One of these kids listen to our podcast and say, "You know what? I want to have a legacy too. I'm not gonna buy off Goat anymore. I'm gonna save all the sneakers I buy and ask my friends to save their sneakers. And we're gonna start up our thing called Connect, right? Yeah, Connect. That's Xbox. Uh, Sneaker Neck, whatever, right? And then they have their own thing going. Now, now all of a sudden, everybody's making their own little like app, right? At one point, y'all all can't charge me $500. One of y'all got to drop to four. And then they're going to be like, damn, let's drop to three. And then I'm going to find that sweet point, that sweet app that only charged me $100 extra. But it's still going to be in a reselling game. So either way, it's always going to be a reselling game. And then you, and not every, and not everybody's bright enough to just wait it out and be like, oh, I'm going to wait for the price to drop. The sure. demand be so high for it and they got to have it. Yeah. You got to think some people don't want to wait. They want to get it where it's hot right then and there. So okay. they're willing to pay all that bread to get it right then and out. So if I see somebody that's going to be selling something for 15000 oh yeah, I might want to load them, ball them a couple hundred. But if you go and you're gonna try to cut it half, that you're not. There's no purpose you doing it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if you if you lowball too much, if you lowball too much, you're gonna just low. You're gonna get yourself out of it. You working for pennies. The whole the whole point of a resale is to get as much as you can. Not anymore. 
I'm about to open up my own app now, yo. <laughs> Start selling everything for five dollars over retail. <laughs> yeah, watch. Lock and talk. Do what you do. <laughs> that's wild. All right. Well, I think I think that's pretty much it for for today. I don't know. Like we went from uh, we went from clout chasing to talk about the resale game. I don't know how that happened, but we fell right into the whole damn cloud chase. Yeah, facts. But uh, hopefully, whoever's listening to this isn't a cloud chaser, because we appreciate y'all for listening to the pod. Um, but we'll catch you guys in next week's episode on Friday. We're gonna we're gonna do our best to stick to that because this week a little iffy, you know, schedules and shit can't can't line up but we'll we'll get it together we will figure it out for y'all so every friday we will come out with another episode and if you want to stay up to date with everything just follow us on instagram at the unhyped podcast and we'll post alerts if anything is delayed so connect with us on there also interact with us comment on some of the posts that you see comment on the instagram stories we want to get people involved if you have any questions Go ahead, ask us. We'll answer them on here. That we hear all of our point of views, as toxic as they may be, you'll hear them all, every answer. Uh, and then for myself, if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, is going to be at iiamaze underscore. And my boy Nori, you can find me on IG at n o r e seventy one o two. Yeah, just holla at your boy. And then for me, it's going to be at s q u i i n. Squin, and then the YouTube is Squin TV. All right, we'll catch you guys in next week's episode. Cheers.